starts and sits for week five. Let's talk about it. So my first start of the week is Nico Collins. Nico Collins is the WR7 in PPR for the year. And he's coming off of a monster game against Pittsburgh where he had seven receptions for 168 yards and two touchdowns. And he's been the clear number one wideout in Houston. This week, he goes up against an Atlanta team that has looked pretty lackluster the last couple of weeks. They have been a lot better on defense than people expected, but I don't see Collins being affected very much. He'll likely be shattered by standout corner A.J. Terrell, but Collins should get plenty of targets, which should definitely keep his value stable. C.J. Stroud has the fourth most passing yards in the league this year with 1,212, and I think he has a really good shot of winning Rookie of the Year. I think the Texans are going to continue to pass the ball at a high rate, and Collins should be a big beneficiary. My next start of the week is Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk is the WR24 on the year in PPR leagues, and he's been a beast over the last three weeks. He has an absurd 32 targets during that time span. And yes, Zay Jones has missed the last two games with a knee injury, which has definitely helped his cause, but I still think he's going to be a target monster this week. The Jaguars will be playing in London again, and while they are playing the Bills, who have a really good defense, they do have a pretty banged up secondary. They lost Tredavious White for the year last week, and both safety Jordan Poyer and the other cornerback Christian Benford are ailing with injuries, which should pave the way for Kirk to have WR2 value this week. Trevor Lawrence has the seventh most pass attempts in the league with 143, and Kirk is the leader in yards and targets for the Jaguars. I expect him to get a lot of volume again and to hopefully get in the end zone. He only has one touchdown on the year, so we'd like to see him score again. My last start of the week is James Conner, and while Conner is the RB16 on the year, he does have the third most rushing yards in the league with 318, averaging a healthy 5.1 yards per carry. Last week was a little bit of a down week, but that's because they went up against San Francisco and the game got out of hand. But this week, I expect him to find a lot more running room against the Cincinnati defense that's allowed the second most rushing yards in the league with 628. I expect Connor to be involved heavily. He's averaged just over a 70% snap share to start the season, and he has very little competition for touches. I expect him to be involved on the ground and as a pass catcher. He has eight receptions through the year, so he should definitely get work. Now let's talk about some sits. My number one sit of the week is Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders has been dealing with a groin injury all year. He's gotten limited practices in over the last two weeks, and he did suit up last week, and I expect him to suit up this week, but he's just not been efficient this year. He has 54 carries for 158 yards, and 72 of those yards came in week one. That's 2.9 yards per carry. That's just not going to get it done. And last week was the first week we actually saw Sanders have a lower snap share than Chuba Hubbard. It was 54 to 43. And this week, he and the Panthers go up against the Lions, who have allowed the fewest rushing yards per game with a little bit more than 60. Not to mention, the Panthers have the third highest pass play percentage of nearly 65%, so they're throwing the ball a lot. It's also kind of surprising because teams don't seem to be fearing Bryce Young at all. I expect it to be another tough week for both Sanders and the Panthers, so if you have another option, I would definitely explore it. My next sit of the week is Cortland Sutton. Even though Cortland Sutton's the WR25 in PPR leagues this year, I don't like the matchup. He's going up against the Jets and should be shattered by Sauce Gardner the entire game. Last week, the Jets picked off Patrick Mahomes twice, which doesn't really bode well for Russell Wilson. Not to mention, the Jets have allowed the second fewest fantasy points per game to wide receivers, and I don't see that changing this week. Also, Sutton has already lost a couple of fumbles this year, and with how the Broncos have played this year, it makes it tough to trust anybody in Denver. My last set of the week is Darren Waller. Darren Waller is the tight end 12 on the year, which honestly, I was a little surprised to see that. He boasts a meager 15 reception, 153 yard line on the year. And I think this week he's going to struggle to find room to add to that total. Daniel Jones was sacked a whopping 10 times last game. And this offensive line looks putrid. I believe they're the fourth worst in the league. Jones has had absolutely no time this year. He is the second most sacked quarterback with 22. And I can see that total increasing against a pretty stat Miami defense this week. And while Miami does allow the 25th most passing yards, 
I just can't trust this offense. They have no running game at all. And even if Barkley plays, it makes it tough to trust Waller. He hasn't even sniffed the end zone this year. And it doesn't look like Jones is looking his way once they get down there anyway. At this point, I would pivot elsewhere. Maybe consider someone like a Zach Ertz. Those are my starts and sits for the week. Thanks so much for watching. Please subscribe and let me know your thoughts on week five in the comments below.